0: I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan.
1: I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hi everybody, it's Soups Podcast again. I'm Francis joined as ever by julio julio how are you good man how you doing well i'm well because we have a fantastic guest today (laughs) my dear friend akash singh ladies and gentlemen you know him from uh the flagrant two podcast with andrew schultz he's a fantastic stand-up comedian thank you um akash welcome to the show how are you Hey, buddy
2: i love how proper you are man thank (laughs) You, you i know your family just got rich but you were it's it's spiritually rich (laughs)
1: <laughs> I always knew the we'd The day you there. were born, you yeah. knew. You knew in <laughs> your always believed. Your
2: dad really raised, the, he did the secret through raising you. He was like, we're going to be just <laughs> fucking wealthy. Just wait.
1: You know what I love about the name Akash? <laughs> yeah. There are just as many A's as any other letter. It's crazy. I think that it's 50% crazy. of my name. 50% of his name is yeah. A's. That's amazing. That man. is actually very now, good. Now, do you say Akash or I say Akash. Akash? I say Akash. But I know people who say Akash, so I don't. Interesting. I don't honestly. I hear both. Andrew always says Akash, yeah, and I right. always thought maybe that was just him being himself. No, it's
2: spelled Akash, but it's uh, I don't know. My parents, that was weird.
0: Very uh, cool. They spell
2: it differently than most Indians. Got it? Really? Yeah, very few Indians. It's a very common name. Very few spell it like that. How? What's the normal spelling? A A K A S H, which is Akash,
3: right?
2: A like aardvark, A A, A-A. yeah, right. or just A K A S H. Yes, yeah. I know that. Yeah. Um. Akash.
1: You went to Harvard with another yeah. Akash, didn't you? I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. It who, had to be Harvard. Who would have known <laughs> that Akash is the Caroline of India?
2: How's that? Because it's spelled differently? Caroline
1: is an incredibly common name in America. Spelled differently? But it has a couple different spellings. Yeah, yeah. And then a, a lot of girls who are named Caroline, If you add, if you guess their spelling and you get it wrong, they take it personally. Yeah, that's white women. Yeah. <laughs> what
3: spellings of Caroline are there? I can only well, think of one.
1: There's Carolyn, there's Caroline Carolin. with a K. Carolyn's Carolyn.
3: It's not Carol no who's calling Carolyn Caroline? Who's that monster? I
1: don't know.
3: Caroline. I can only think Caitlin, I understand there being many spellings. Oh,
1: that's a good that's another one. Yeah. Caroline. Maybe I was thinking of Caitlin. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Regardless, what a stupid point to talk about for this long. <laughs>
2: How upset are you if you were a female named Caitlyn? That name has just been taken by the trans community. That shit is theirs. <laughs> You'd be like, "No, I was born this way, not the way they were born this way." But like,
0: <laughs>
2: the, the, the act, like the for real, yeah,
3: fuck everybody. <laughs> That is a good point.
1: Um man, how how are you? How are you doing in all of
2: this? I'm good, man. I'm uh, I it sucked at first, but I think we're all kind of just figuring out like this is what it is and we got to adjust.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Mhm.
2: How about y'all? You're back in person? You got the mural here? Let's Temporarily. Mural. Yeah.
3: yeah. We're trying to figure it out. Although you just Akash just gave us a very uh Captivating pep talk as to why we should try to be in the studio more often. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I think we we know
2: that. (laughs) Zoom is for dorks or people with pre existing conditions. You're one of the two. (laughs) If you are the person you love the most on this earth doesn't have a pre existing condition and you're not fucking in person, you're an absolute loser.
1: Can I? Here's my pre existing condition I hate New York in the summer. Dude, it's 105 (laughs) degrees. Fucking grow up, man. If you
2: I can be, be on a yacht in Cape Cod right now.
1: If you can, why wouldn't do you want to be on a yacht? yacht? Why wouldn't you want to be do on a yacht in Cape yacht. Cod right now?
2: You, Julio, get on the yacht. That's you know fire. people with yachts. You are out there in the Hamptons teaching kids how to play tennis.
1: Exactly, Live exactly. from the yacht. That's pretty good w- idea. It, given this moment, I swear to
2: God, live from the yacht would be cracking.
1: That would be amazing. <laughs> <It> would be <laughs> no, we could fucking.
3: Do. That would crack. We could
1: just take a rowboat every night and go to someone's random yacht and break in and do it from there.
3: That's. You know,
1: so I like know you know yacht people. Stop acting like you don't know yacht, yacht people. people. I don't know yacht people. I have... People. You,
2: you've you never been sailing? I've never been on a yacht. You know which side of the boat is the port side.
1: No, I actually don't. Oh, I always that's... get them confused. Right, port bro. and starboard. I know there's... I didn't even know starboard. Starboard's the opposite. But I'll let yeah.
3: you know this. Before you got here, he referred to somebody as a barnacle on the bottom <laughs> of the
1: boat. Look, so he's there. That's yeah. my... I like the ocean. You're okay, a I, guy. I, I've been seafaring, but I'm not saying that I'm, 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 I'm the yacht world. Yacht to me is like <laughs> helicopter landing pad, Russian oligarch. That's what I think of when I think of yacht. That's
2: because you're that rich, that you're thinking of someone richer, and it's a fucking... Mikhail
1: Prokhorov. That's the level of rich that you. Where are. do you draw the line at? Yacht? Like where would a you boat? Say, <laughs> you're saying like a, 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 a lobster boat, that boat seats is more
2: a, than four people is a
1: yacht. A lobster boat is a yacht? Yeah. That, to me, that's like a blue collar making a living, scraping by. It's, it's crazy what you think is blue collar. Lobstermen don't make crazy money. But the boat isn't the
2: reason they don't make the money. The boat is the yacht. You take that yacht and you put you two on it in a podcast, it's a yacht. It's not a lobster boat
1: anymore. <laughs> Fine. That's a Fine. fair point.
2: That's a lobster a boat point. is a product of the work, not the yacht.
1: Yes. And lobster boats are actually very expensive. <laughs> I
2: you told know? you. I know, man. I don't know, but I
1: know. That's why they, they lease them so often. They she lease got them. got a great laugh, buddy. Got a great laugh.
2: I yeah. brings this guy to my shows.
3: He's good. I'm telling you.
1: Um, You have done some amazing stuff uh, harnessing the Indian community in stand-up. You've done tours in India. Yeah, yeah. That is so cool. Uh, What is that like? I know you get asked this a lot, but I I, I am fascinated by it. I
2: don't sell as well yet, where it's like each time I go back, I'm getting more people through the podcast or through like I'm doing trying to market myself online with ads and all that, but usually i'll have to bring somebody with a bigger name in india and they'll they'll perform and that will bring people in and then i'll get fans that way cuz i'll perform with them i'll headline and then i've had shows go well i've had shows not go well um sometimes i haven't run across a lot of these audiences but there's certain cities in india where it's like if you're not speaking hindi within your joke mm. get out of my face this is a waste of my time i don't mm. know what the fuck is going on right so it's it's a different experience but it's it's yeah It's cool because it's important to me to be like authentically Indian in the sense that I don't feel fraudulent. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm true to my people. Other people are always going to say he's whitewashed. He's this. He's that. He's so American. And Indians will see me as American. But I want you guys to know that I know who my audience is. I know who my people are. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. So
2: that's why it's important for me to go back. Do you speak
1: any Hindi? I do speak Hindi.
2: Oh, no, I speak it with an accent that I'm like embarrassed by because Indians will be like, my God, this guy sounds so white, mm-hmm. which that's is totally crazy, odd. but uh, I can speak it. Yeah, I can, If you drop me in India, there's all these different dialects, but if people speak Hindi there, I'm fine. Right
3: now, if you sprinkle some Hindi in, is, is that acceptable? Because I you know, know that that's weird? sort of a thing
2: for me. I used to do if you also you can also get a lot of like little private gigs that will never pay well, but they will be like for an Indian community. Oh, we're all meeting, you know, for this club of Mm -hmm. Indians in this Long Island or whatever, Massapequa or whatever, we thought it would be cool to bring a stand-up show. So I'll do shows for like uncle and auntie Indians sometimes. And the first couple times I tried to sprinkle Hindi in and use Bollywood references and be like, hey guys, I I get it. But they they looked at me both times I did that and they were like, Mm. (laughs) (laughs) you're a pussy. And then when I was myself and I was just like, look, this is who I am. Y'all are going to come to me and I'm going to use my little slang and whatever. They almost they responded way better, and I think they respected it in a way that, like, at least this is who he is. Right. You're authentic. Well, Totally.
1: It, it, would it be, too, that you know, they want to hear about your expen- experience uh, in America as an, an Indian person? Maybe. Because that's kind of what they've gone Maybe. through Maybe. I long. always
2: just took it as, I want you to be authentic on stage. If you're not being mm-hmm. authentic, that comes across so hard. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody in the room is unsettled by that. That was my interpretation of it. Yeah. And then one, I would go just be myself. More often than not, it would work out. Not always by any stretch, but more often than not, it would be good. Probably. Right.
3: And dude, but that is such an applicable term in stand-up to, to and, begin yeah. with, like a, a principle. Like, for example, like I'll watch a guy on stage being like, oh, like this guy in the front row, I love you, man. Like, just like trying yeah. to like blatantly make friends with everybody in the rest of the audience. is like, dude, just fucking. Yeah. And I'll joking. find myself
2: doing that because we all need acceptance. I do. I mean, I do it we're too. insecure. Yeah. That's what makes us stand-ups. Absolutely. So I'll find myself doing that, but I've gotten better at checking that part right. of me and being like, yo, you look pathetic. Back up. You're fine. Just relax, and they'll come to you. Have mm-hmm. you done any shows since quarantine started? I did. I went to KC with Andrew. Kansas City. who I do the podcast with you at Kansas City. It was fun, dude. It was weird. Everybody's a little uncomfortable. It's a very tense time, mm-hmm. but it's still fun, man. It just is. And, mm-hmm. the, and there were some whack audiences there, too, but still fun.
1: Do they limit the capacity? How's it looking? They
2: limited the capacity to 150, they said. I think they might have let more people in. They also, I got asthma, so I'm a little scared. Yeah. Of that many people. Essentially, in a comedy club, you're basically sneezing every time you laugh. Right. You're eating and drinking. They make their money on food and drinks. They're not going to make you wear a mask. Um, And they said they were going to take temperature of everybody who walked in. No chance they did. That's why I went. I was like, ah, oh, they're taking precautions. No precautions. Mm-hmm. But you're you're doing what you can in the sense that, like, they put all the tables six to eight feet apart. You're, like, ten feet away from the closest table. You're on a, there on an elevated stage. So, like... Mm-hmm. It was cool, but then I did an outdoor show in Brooklyn at uh, a space near Eastville Comedy Club, and that was super fun. Really, mm, it's like twenty five people, but it was just like I'm doing comedy in New York again, man. It's just different, and I'm not a I I didn't think I would be that guy. that's like comedy in New York is special, but it felt special to be back there doing it. Mm.
3: Crazy. Well, let me ask you this: When was the Kansas City show?
2: Like um, three weeks ago, probably.
3: So I was in that part of the country, um, also about three weeks ago. Yeah. Um. And I noticed that the the allergy situation was really bad. Mm. I don't know if you felt this I way. I didn't, and I normally do. Well, cause... that's good because I did, and I just felt like I had COVID every night, and then I'd wake up feeling fine and realize that it was like probably allergies. But like you said, having an asthma situation or whatever, like it just makes it yeah much more. Stressful. It's terrifying. I'm glad it was fine. It's terrifying on some level.
2: Like waking up feeling like oh thank God I don't have Corona is pretty crazy. Yes, mm. I know.
0: <laughs> what, what took you to kc
3: i was on a road trip by myself
2: oh no right. comedy involved
3: yeah, that's that's a just, crazy. Long, long story
2: that's why you guys had to zoom the podcast because you no, wanted to go
1: find yourself like <laughs> fucking kerouac
3: no 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 that's hilarious we've been kind of per- temporarily displaced well, okay. well when but, when all this the, when
1: the when this happened in the beginning there was like a get out of town vibe yeah yeah, yeah. you know and and uh new york was the epicenter Yeah, and so we didn't even think it would be safe or right for us to record together here. Yeah, we were like stay at home orders. It was like you weren't supposed to go anywhere. So then that was when I left and went to Maine to just be with my family. Yeah, and like he left, and then we did. We were there for months. Yeah, dude. And so to hear like you, you've been back.
3: I was
2: fortunate. I talked about this. I almost went broke in 2018. My girl and I moved to Secaucus, New Jersey, which is near the city but much cheaper. I hate it because there's nothing around there and you got to drive or whatever, 20 minutes to public transport. But so I was very lucky to be there for Corona because when this happened, it's like, all right, well, I'm not in New York. I can still drive places. That's much safer than mass uh, transit, Um, yeah. whatever. But Andrew and I also made a deal where it was kind of like, I didn't say this to my fiance, but the deal we made was if you get Corona, I get Corona. We're doing this podcast together. Mm-hmm. That's right. what this is and
3: that's some g-shit dude
2: it was just like this is what we got to do man this is the this is the the opportunity i've realized this and i was explaining this to somebody yesterday whenever it's a complete shit show in the world there's a ton of opportunity if you're Absolutely. willing to embrace that and take some risks and you calculate what's worth it and what's not to us we thought yo there's a definite opportunity to grow our podcast right here people are gonna be home all day a lot of people are gonna be zooming you have just built this gorgeous studio let's meet in person and see what happens, and let's see how it grows. And now our numbers, for a lot of reasons, not just this, but they've tripled since corona.
1: So it's for insane. us, that's been, yeah. It's really amazing, dude. Yeah. So that's just so heart. It's like demoralizing in a way, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's really demoralizing. We just were not,
3: we were not willing to make the sacrifice.
1: <laughs> we were like, this is a good opportunity to see the world. Like, <laughs> You know, like <laughs> I guess we'll just, well, let's hold on until we can get back together. <laughs> and that, that was our mentality. Good. But oh, you so guys good. are surging forward. That's tremendous. We're proud of you. No, thank you. That's know, uh, very deserved. Yeah. Thank
2: you. But no, this is and I don't know. I don't know. I guess the idea of the podcast is like, what's, you know, how do you overcome things? And that's one thing I would say is any t- things are going to be fucked for. Over and over again throughout our lifetime. 2008 was a massive opportunity if you planned right. And luckily, having almost gone broke in 2018, I was like, I'm never doing that again. So when he started making good money from the podcast, I was like a saver as much as I could be. Mm -hmm. And now our expenses are pretty low, but like I'm trying to invest here and there. Like there was big opportunity. As soon as I found out Tom Hanks got Corona, I swear to God, the next day I put $6,000 into my RA. Like, let's let's go. Here's the opportunity. (laughs) It's fucked for everybody. NBA season is done, but there's opportunity. So that's mm. there's always going to be that whenever things are just nuts start looking for like how can how can we capitalize. It's mm-hmm. a very
3: good advice. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like you said, you know, if, once you've lived a, even just a little bit, you see that like there's always every decade there's some defining hardship something. on that, something more regularly than you even kind of cognitively think about. Yeah. And like you said, if you approach it in a way like how can I get ahead during this? There's definitely always a big opportunity. Yeah.
1: But here's okay, the thing guys. too, there's another element to that. Thought. we got a good thing going why are you ruining it no no <laughs> i have a question i have a question right so so i used to uh i ran a tutoring business while right. i was doing stand-up that was what magnificent I magnificent so this guy's the perfect specimen i you i, I worked you know god w- made you to redeem redheaded people
2: <sighs> people walking around saying you don't got souls and you're fucking losers and then it's like oh yeah take off my shirt would not a soul have a six-pack like this that's right <laughs> Fucking six three right. Harvard. All
1: crack skulls without a soul, or something. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the question. Well, the question I have is. Um, so I was tutoring, right. and I was I was running this tutoring business, and it was going great because uh, I was working. <laughs> I was working with a lot of like eighth grade boys, right? Yeah, um, because the they they're not like That's shitty yet. Shit. Yeah, they're yeah, not like yeah. shitty high schoolers are going to just like not smoke weed and like. Fully. Yeah, nubile, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. Uh, no, I shouldn't. Um, anyway, they're but they're like not shitty yet, and they're also still impressed by like me. You know right, what I mean? Right. So they would listen to me. Right. And so I'd, I had this great market of like eighth grade boys. I was doing standardized testing uh, for kids that wanted to go to like pra- boarding schools. Right. SSAT is the test they had to take. Right. And I built this whole good business on it. I was making really good money while I was doing stand-up at night, and I had a flexible schedule. And it was great, Right. And then when I got hired at barstool, I had to shut that down just because like I had no time anymore. I handed it off to the tutors that I'd hired and just was like that served its purpose. But right now, the biggest demand that I can think of is parents are really struggling with the demands of homeschooling. Yeah. Especially when you had parents who where both parents are are working, right? Yeah. And but don't want to necessarily hire like a teacher right. to come to their house? Like, How do they do this? Kids can't go to school. How do you get them to focus? Nobody, none of these, no 14-year-old is actually going to give a shit about their Zoom class. Yeah. Right? So my mind started going back to the tutoring business. Yeah, like what, What would be the right thing to build here? But even though I know that there's an opportunity in this moment to make a lot of money by forming some kind of at-home education system That takes the load off parents to homeschool their Mm -hmm. kids. That to me would be a step backwards away from comedy, which the whole reason I was doing tutoring in the first place was to just pay my way until I could afford to live in comedy. No, that's a that's a tricky one. My answer would be why not just do it because there is no
2: comedy. So the (laughs) things you can pour yourself into are this podcast and that. And then at a certain point, when you step back again, instead of just letting it all go, you can just kind of oversee things and. Take a percentage or whatever. But I I find like owning that, a owning a property and having a property manager. right
1: Exactly. I do find that like to do things right and to really harness as much growth as possible, you have to give yourself fully to that thing. Right. And I just know that if I were to like start telling families again, like, hey, I'm available, might you know, you guys wanna know anyone that needs a tutor or whatever, might start doing these home classes, you know, it could pick up and then and then I'd be like juggling really difficult like yeah. podcasts my writing job and, and that.
2: Oh, you do have a writing job. also. Yeah, I, forgot
1: yeah, dude.
3: I mean, whatever Th- you're a, one of the rare fortunate people to be able to have multiple, so many good ideas that he can't do them all at the same time. No,
1: I, I'm it's not sure. Try- I don't mean thing. it. No, like no, no, I know. And I no, think, not, I no. think you've
2: got to juggle to be honest. Like yeah. for a little while, when is this? And like, that's a position a lot of people envy. So they're saying it like you're an asshole, but it's like, yo, what you have here is actually a massive opportunity right. if you want it. Now, if you don't want to seize it, there's no harm there. Right. You just, you're losing an opportunity but that's fine. There will be other opportunities in your life. This is just one that while comedy is down, I think the things are the writing, this, and and that. Mm-hmm. And that's like that in my mind since I'm from a distance I don't know what all it takes. In my mind I'm like that seems doable. But I also don't know how much you really got to pour into that. Yeah. But this has a lot of potential to grow. Mm-hmm. That has a lot of potential to grow. Yeah. But
3: dude, aren't you so thankful? Because that, that brings up a good point. The fact that you cannot do comedy, and it's nice to be able to yeah. do something still. Yeah, that's the... I feel like you're growing still. You have
2: to do something with mm-hmm. not comedy. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to pour yourself into? This is me actually asking you. What are you going to do with the not comedy time, the not comedy bandwidth? I've been really wanting to get into kite surfing. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I swear to God, if you don't do the tutoring business, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> if it comes down to tutoring and making, who knows, six figures conceivably pretty yeah. easily
1: or learning kite surfing kite surfing yeah kite surfing all the way this is you know because look at a point in life kite surfing becomes too dangerous and you can't learn it anymore right and i'm nearing that window and i don't right. want to wake up one day when i'm 42 years old and wonder why i can't kite surf
2: so here's a, here's a, a response i would have and this is
1: something i'm also just now wrapping my mind around
2: i got my dad applied for the the government small business loan. Um, and he got approved for a certain amount of dollars. I don't know what it was, but let's use a round number. Let's say fifty thousand or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hundred thousand. Let's say hundred thousand dollars. If you put that, if you just invested that and you put it into a loan calculator, you know this, I'm sure, of what it would become in thirty years. And th- this is a loan you have to pay back at like four percent interest or whatever. But if you put it in the market and assume eight percent growth, which is less than what it historically is every year for thirty years, that hundred thousand dollars will turn into uh over a million. Easy. Right. So like the money you make now, if you invest that properly, that can take care of you for the rest of your life. In the same way that the kite surfing thing, like I'm actually trying to make the connection that there is both of them. You have this kind of window that is shrinking.
3: All oh, right. Mm-hmm.
2: And if anybody has money set aside, start investing right the fuck now, man. I almost like think that's what I want. My one thing I want to like help with comics. I think Andrew obviously opened everybody's eyes to like what the content game is in comedy. I want to also help comics understand you have no fucking retirement plan. Mm-hmm. This is it. If you are self-employed, I, I'm in a position, my dad and my mom owned some vitamin stores, some GNCs back in the day. They all shut down and then they were fucked because they didn't plan for retirement. So then I made the same mistake myself once and now I'm just not doing it again. Like, when comedy's done, I don't have any income coming in. Right. If you were in Corona, if you're in quarantine, you're fucked right now if, you, if all you relied on was comedy because you have nothing. So like, use whatever income you have now. Be flexible all the time and invest and in like, the rainy day you never know when the fuck is gonna come march 10th we had no idea the rainy day was march 14th Mm -hmm. right that shit just sprang up
3: that was crazy
1: i knew (laughs) did you i knew i knew shit was about to go real bad when uh early march Okay, so like I, five days before the rest of us? Well, I, I remember
2: like... I mean, so much confidence. <laughs> I knew. I, I knew shit was going to get real bad. Did real I not? Watery.
1: Back me on this. But uh, I'm saying it's five days. We found didn't, out March... Didn't I say to you like, yo, this is for real? You always give me credit for that. I,
3: Julio said, that I said that it was not... Go- I went on the record saying it wasn't going to be a big
1: deal. Yeah, I didn't think so either.
3: But... I, I mean, yeah, who's you, ever you, scared of China?
2: Come on. I, I
1: knew... I, I felt it was going to be bad because my friends were telling me it was going to be really bad. And my friends were reading Around everything. Yeah. What's that?
2: Your friends were in the country. So, yeah.
1: No, they were here, but they were like, they <laughs> it's were crazy reading. Crazy what they did to Epstein, by the way. This, I mean, this poor
2: judge. Like, what? Are you, you guys need to back off of it. Holy fuck, dude. That's the wild, judge right?
1: thing. That's wild. Julio, I've got some new earbuds that I'm really excited about. They're the Raycon E25 earbuds. They come in this really cool little tiny case. They are minor blue, which I really like. These are so fucking great dude they are sexy they are sleek they pop right into your ear no wires and they stay in your ear you can shake your head like you're trying to get the water out of your ears after too deep of a dive at the (laughs) pool you know so you don't get an earache that's nice Uh, I exercise with them you can listen to our podcast or other podcasts with them in your ears Um, they're amazing this is their newest model Uh, The Everyday E25 earbuds, they're their best ones yet, with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. Um, I really recommend these. They were designed by Ray J. You know Ray J, right? Sure do. Yeah. Know him well. Ray J. Very well known for his music uh now's the time to get the latest and greatest from raycon get 15 percent off your order when you go to buy slash oops that's buy slash oops for 15 percent off raycon wireless earbuds buy raycon.com slash oops
3: guys if you're thinking about starting a podcast fill in the blanks here if i were in a concert right now and i said if you're thinking about starting a podcast i'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium Anchor.fm. Download it now.
1: Well, speaking of current events, <laughs> let's ask about Kanye West. Yeah.
3: I mean, you guys saw the clip, right?
2: Yeah, I worry about this guy. You know what really broke my heart and when I was like, ah, oh, fuck, this is sad now, is the clip where he's crying, saying he almost killed his baby. Yeah. And it's like, yo, this is clearly a crazy person. And his evil-ass in-laws are just going to let him be crazy to increase the ratings on their show. All they're doing right now is thinking about how post-pandemic They're going to have the best season of Kardashians ever. That's all they care
3: about. (laughs) Kanye's Mm. GOP. Dude,
2: every spouse for them is just like uh, clickbait or like viewer bait. Like, let's ruin this person's life so we can get viewers. Right? Caitlyn got off the easiest. Um, Fucking Lamar Odom got addicted to crack again. Kanye, whatever. Chris Humphries was a middling NBA bench player, rotational player. And now everybody hates him for the rest of his life. And
1: he's fucking selling real estate. Dude, I described, yeah. I described Chris Humphreys the other day like this. Did you guys ever... You remember the Scholastic Book Fairs? I do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. There was a series of books that you would find at those that were called The Jersey. And it was a series of like young adult novels where the concept was like a group of kids would find some magical jersey and whoever put it on would be transported into a game, a live game... For whoever wore that jersey. As so that person, adult. right? I want like that book right now. It, it's great. bullshit, I, I but know. it was a young adult. No, I don't like, want that fucking book. The cover right was now, like holographic,
2: fine. you know. Son, I'm in. Why are you yeah. judging it?
1: So so they <laughs> you
2: at fourteen were smarter than I am now that you're like, this is ridiculous. At fourteen, and I'm like thirty-six, <laughs> like I need that book. I love that book. Yeah.
1: You can find them. You can find them. I'm sure they still I'm have gonna. them. I'm gonna and so like sometimes they'd find themselves under center in a Green Bay Packers game or playing on an NBA court. Chris Humphreys always reminded me of a kid who had put on a Chris Humphreys jersey and just found himself on the NBA hardwood, just totally out of his element, no idea what was happening. That was how I thought of Chris Humphreys. He was a journeyman, and now I don't know. He was a
3: solid role player at one point.
1: Yeah, at one point,
2: yeah, just through hard work, and then he got with the family that knows nothing about hard work. So,
3: so wait, what were you gonna ask me? Did I see what?
2: Uh, I don't know if he's selling. I was saying, I don't know if he's selling real estate, but I know he's oh. not in the league. He's got some job. He's doing fine, but like that's less than a year with a Kardashian. You mm. lost your NBA job. I know. The curse. It's over. We're the all. famous curse. So, yeah.
3: yeah, that, I mean, begs the question, of course, as far as Kanye's concerned, like it appears that he's a person who's like not well. Right. And I think we've all kind of felt that way for some period of yeah, time. Yeah. He's alluded to the fact. So, is this, is him just running some kind of like manic episode that he's currently in the middle of?
2: Yeah, I think so. It has to be right. Yeah, and his family is apparently worried about it, but nobody's making him stay home. Like, you know what I mean, uh yeah, he's right. in the middle of
1: a fucking breakdown. Right. Well, remember <laughs> when he had that concert? He was canceled all those concerts cause he w- and checked himself into yeah a, a clinic yeah. or whatever to to get treatment, and that was when everyone thought, oh wow, you know, they felt bad for him. Yeah, and realized that a lot of the crazy shit that he says may be a byproduct of some cross wiring. Yeah. And yet, this time, it's showing all the same signs of that, and yet people, I think, because of the whole MAGA hat stuff and all that shit he said on TMZ, are kind of like, not feeling sorry for him, you know, yeah, as much? Yeah, I don't get
2: the lack of sympathy this time, because it's now it's the most clear he's breaking down.
0: Right. I mean, just because mm-hmm.
2: he says some things you don't like, you, like, that's what... You would have way more sympathy for a homeless person on the subway. And I'm talking about, I'm painting liberals with a broad brush here, but so maybe I'm wrong. But like, I think they'd have way more sympathy for a homeless person on the subway screaming obscenities. They'd be like, oh, but he's crazy. Just because Kanye's rich and famous doesn't mean he doesn't have the same mental issues as this guy on the subway. Mm-hmm. And he's saying the same shit that's ridiculous. Dude, maybe literally. even less ridiculous. I've seen homeless people talk about killing white people. He's Dude. not
3: saying that. He's just saying, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> that guy who, who hops on the six train reciting bible verses yes you're like oh this guy's you know
2: this guy's not nuts I, I don't hate this guy right. whatever that's I, a very
3: good point connie's that
2: level of mental like craziness is just he's got money so we don't we're like oh no he's in control he's not in control
1: one of the problems too though is that he's so brilliant i think Kanye. there was this thing that came out recently um there was a clip on antiques roadshow mm-hmm. i don't know if you saw this
0: <laughs> it, went, it went, went viral just
1: just this thing went viral right. where it was yeah. uh it was Kanye West's artwork right. from when he was in high school and he went to some arts like very you, you know had to like audition in okay. or whatever in Chicago some art school and it was like three s- sketches and a painting and it w- the, the work was incredible like, I feel like I could try, I could commit myself to art and painting for next 10 years, and I wouldn't be there. Better than 14-year-old Kanye. Correct. Okay. And so, when I saw that, it made me realize that this guy has been an artist right. and a brilliant, creative mind since he was a kid. Right. And he is a prodigy. And there's a reason why his music was, so, his, his producing was so brilliant, and then his own music became so brilliant, and then his fashion line became brilliant i don't i don't know i would yeah. think and then all the, the, the sneakers selling billions of dollars and now he's worth multiple billions of dollars like none of that stuff happens by accident yeah. i don't think he's just gotten lucky one no, stage to the next i don't i think he is
2: on and i i've always found him like hypocritical and kind of fraudulent i didn't like him for a long time like his music but you cannot deny his impact on music and fashion is like fashion in particular every trend we we wear is because of kanye right essentially Brilliant. So to be genius at two things is already crazy. I don't think genius crosses over. Elon Musk made a song. Nobody gave a fuck. Right. I mean, it was a mediocre-ass song. Einstein can't rap. Right. Right. This is, genius has its place, and you can be right. a genius at Your one of two things. lanes of genius. But yeah, there's lanes of genius, and I think we assume genius is this highway where you're just crossing all over the place. No, you're not. Kanye is brilliant, maybe even genius at music and fashion, and that's it and i think we've a lot we've diluted our well, he's deluded us into thinking and we just kind of fed this b- both ways oh you're genius at everything you're a genius period end of sentence we should listen to you about life there's nobody i want to listen to about life less than kanye mm. right.
0: right
2: i've disagreed with pretty much every life decision <laughs> you've made except for what you wear and the music you put out mm-hmm. everything else i'm good
1: but with that said when you achieve the the mag the His level of success is so insane. Yeah. It's so unparalleled. Right. That why wouldn't... It's like that Bill Burr joke about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, why wouldn't he think he he could get away with running for president? And
2: my first thought was, I remember reading Charlemagne's book, which is more my demographic. Uh, (laughs) But he talked about his interview with Kanye that went viral. And there were some people that were with Kanye that were very much just yes men. Like, everything he said, they disagreed with, oh, that was so great, whatever. And that's a problem. You can't have that. Everybody mm-hmm. here is gonna disagree with each other because we're at a level that's like, yeah, I can disagree you can disagree with me. What do you give a fuck what I think? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can disagree with you guys, it's no big deal. When you get to that level of fame, it's important to have people that will still disagree with you. Jay Z got Beyonce. Beyonce can be like, Fuck you, I'm mm-hmm. Beyonce.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm.
2: I mean? Everybody needs that. He doesn't have that. Right. It's all just enablers and yeah, you're you're amazing.
1: You're amazing. You don't you're think amazing. Kim Kardashian is ever telling him don't run for president, Kanye?
2: I don't think so. I think she literally just thinks this will get great ratings That's sad. Yeah, just, that's, that's very, very cynical. sad. And I really believe that. <laughs> I believe they're monsters. They're evil geniuses, sure, like Chris in particular. But yeah, I don't think they care about any like. Everything mm-hmm. is just fodder. Wow.
3: Well, I mean, yeah, he's. I mean, listen to. You can't deny that he is definitely displaying some concerning behavior, and if you even watch the clip of him that recently has been circulating where he's talking about Harriet Tubman and stuff, yeah. you'll, you'll hear the person filming being like, we are leaving.
2: Yeah. 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 hundred <laughs> you know
3: percent. I mean? 100%. I don't even
2: want to give it attention. Right. Like mm-hmm. You stop feeding it with attention.
3: Exactly. But like you said, it's be it's become to some degree, the Kanye show. And it's funny yeah. how these like high level people get a little too cocky and they step out of their lane and they really undercut their legacy yeah. the way that I know Tesla's $1,600 a share right now. But Elon Musk has made a little bit of a fool of himself by just speaking out whenever he wants, however he wants. Nah,
2: Elon is my leader, dog. I, fuck I
3: think he he's wants. dope too. But, but like, his, I don't, yeah, his,
2: I don't want to hear his opinions on much. I want to know what you're going to invent. And I think that's going to change the world. But there you mm-hmm. go yeah.
3: to, to that point. So that's interesting how you can get to a certain level where like, you know, that hubris starts calling your name yeah. and you start stepping out of line and thinking you can handle more than you can. Yeah. And then you end up kind of making a fool of yourself in yeah. some capacity.
0: I completely
2: agree.
3: You know? a pretty crazy thing to think about
2: you know it's weird though is the same thing happened with trump but trump was not as insane and he parlayed that into being president absolutely i remember his first news conferences press conference we were all laughing about it he's paying actors to go there or whatever and then we all just kept giving it attention because he would say ridiculous things and then i think he was able to reach the people that felt like you know disenfranchised or whatever they're like nah i'm a fucking white guy nobody cares about me i'm poor why don't you give a fuck about me this is my guy he's the only guy fighting dude for me. totally mm-hmm.
3: totally but it's if like, all just ignored all just
2: Nothing. Mm-hmm.
3: Totally. So here, here are people who have done everything they're supposed to do their whole lives. They had a great job working at a factory or whatever. This is a specific example, and then that just completely didn't work out. Yeah. And here's this guy who comes along and is like, "I got, I, I still know about yeah. you." Yeah. Obviously, there's appeal to
1: that. Yep. <laughs> if someone came to you tomorrow, some yeah. political strategist, yeah, with the Gravitas of like Karl Rove with the success of someone who had really built political candidates before. I don't even know who Karl Rove is. I get so insecure around (laughs) Karl Rove.
2: Uh, (laughs) uh, He worked in the Bush administration. Yeah, he built, he's the reason,
1: he's like, he was like the mastermind. You are the fight against AI. AI. You, we got you. What does that mean? Brilliant
2: guy, great shape. You know what I mean? Well informed. (laughs) When robots take over, you're the first guy that we're sending in to be like, hey, take care of this shit because I can't do this. Yeah,
1: I also think I would be the first guy they would kill. Oh, you're Robots. Threat, you're they're gonna threat. like get rid of me. I'm good for a while then, Yeah. If it's off threats
2: <laughs> <laughs> who makes me feel threatened, I make you feel mad safe. Uh, okay, so political
1: strategist comes to me. Comes to you and says, Akash, we think we can harness your likability. You you know, we think that there the, the, the world is poised right now for an Indian American comedian to become a, a political leader. Right. What do you think, in your mind, would prevent you from becoming president?
2: Scrutiny. I don't want everything... I'm too insecure to be just attacked from all sides like that, but the part of me that's like a human that's greedy is like, yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking get power. I really do believe it's... There's very few people that aren't corrupted by power. Mm -hmm. I think that's like an incredibly... like When you look at these politicians, it's all fucked, and the whole Epstein thing is fucked. But I also think most people who get power are going to do that. And I also think there's a, corollary relationship where like people, who are obsessed with power, don't give a fuck and they're into, demented things anyway. Mm. They just want power at all costs.
1: What do you think? When, when you think to yourself, could I become president? And then you have that thing of like, well, these are what would stop that from happening. What are those things?
3: I'm too afraid, that things would start coming out, that would ruin my personal life. I
1: would whatever, remember. Whatever they
3: might be. Things mm-hmm. I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. That weren't a big deal. Like I, the idea of being smeared in, an, in a way that's mainstream and acceptable would be hard for me to accept.
2: Julio's mm. too sweet for that, man. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this is a pure <laughs> guy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. You can't fuck with him like that. I, I think that's it. fair. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah.
3: But I, remember- I would like to. I wouldn't mind being in politics. Like that wouldn't, the idea of that doesn't bother me, but the anxiety that would go along with the beginning of that process seems like something I would want to avoid. I
2: remember like. a moment watching the Barack Mitt Romney press conferences with my homie, I don't know if I talked about him on the podcast, Michael Blaustein. We're watching just as we're waiting to go on a show or whatever. And he just says, why would anybody want this? And that stuck with me forever. I was like, yo, what kind of psychopath, sociopath, absolute sociopath is willing to put up with all this to be president? Yeah. Like every word is scrutinized. I say one thing. They're coming at my wife. They're coming at my kids. They're saying I'm gay or whatever. Like (laughs) any rumor they could think of, they're doing it. Ruin your life. Mm -hmm. For president, I'm good.
1: Totally. Mm -hmm.
3: What do you think about this?
1: Well, I have a couple answers. The first thing is that and that echoes what you just said, it's that anybody who becomes president, half the country hates you. Right. Yeah.
3: Right. That sucks. Yeah.
1: Two hundred million people hate you. Yeah. Right. I have a hard time if I'm at a party and I know one person. Oh, if hates we're on me, stage
2: and one person isn't laughing, we key in on that person.
1: Yeah. So, you know, right. I I like I want to try to mend fences with people. Yeah. Right. You can't mend fences with 200 yeah. million people. But yeah. you
3: can in a grassroots way and that's why I think there's some glimmer of hope because how many times do you think these these polarizing politicians who are very well known, a president for example, meet a person like us who talks so much shit about them and then we meet them we're like, "Hey, Mr. President, can we take, <laughs> can we take a selfie?" Yes. So maybe that belief, you'd be like, "I can turn all these people
1: into You things. you could turn Ten thousand people <laughs> right, right. not two hundred you, me- you million, can knock yeah. on ten thousand doors. <laughs> yeah, you can't right. turn you know fucking, and but by the way, we do that, I do that on Twitter. <laughs> right. the other day, some guy mess- I wrote some joke, some total throwaway joke about getting my hair cut by the woman being too short, right? Yeah. It was up for two minutes, wasn't really getting a lot of traction, and someone wrote, "Dude, you try so hard, it's what makes you so unlikable." <laughs> If you only like stuck, you know, your shtick is just, it's the, you're trying so hard, blah, blah, blah. Very personal thing. They all
2: swear they got the answer to what
1: fixes you. Yeah. And then I I don't, I try not to respond, but sometimes I'll like think of something funny that I think is funny enough to actually respond. And I wrote, I wrote back like, dude, I'm eating a kiwi on my couch right now. (laughs) I promise you I'm not trying at all. (laughs) <laughs> like like the amount of effort that went into this as i typed over the ki- kiwi yeah. i was eating it was like, like i was like I, i've never tried less hard and then i wrote that back and i'm like why am i even giving this guy the fucking time of day I, yeah. and then i messaged him wow I dm'd him <laughs> because his dms on twitter were open and i was like hey um hey dude like you know uh i'm not sure what about that joke made you mad but like uh i saw he had sunderland fc in his profile and i was like but i'm loving that sunderland doc on netflix which i am and then he wrote this is what always happens dude he writes back dude i'm actually a huge fan but like i was just trying to give you some shit you know at the same time and then he starts like actually trying to diagnose oh, no. why i was he thought i was trying hard he's like i think it's fun i was a huge fan of yours like, barstool blah 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 and i was like all right dude. <laughs> what's the net gain of that yeah like not worth it but dude, the the presidential question, there are two other parts of it. Yes, I I wouldn't want to be hated by half the country. I wouldn't be able to handle that. It's just too many people hating you. Mm-hmm. And then um I know fundamentally that I've done things in my life that would disqualify me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've I've said jokes or pff, I'm not nothing nothing like you no know, like sexual harassment, skeletons in my closet or anything, but like you know makes one of us <laughs> <laughs> i just think i just think that they're that you know i'm not as squeaky clean like remember remember dude think about like when people would say like to obama smoked weed and or clinton smoked weed and he was like yeah but i didn't inhale yeah and it's like right. you know i've talked openly about selling cocaine yeah and that's fine if you're jay-z but not if you're running for president right. you know what right. i mean yeah, no, I mean,
3: apparently, let's look though. But Trump, like, that's gives his no brilliance,
2: box. man. He is a marketing genius. If he wins this election, you cannot deny this man's genius as a marketer. To have a fucking global pandemic that you did not do a good job of uh, preventing at all, you have a recession that you that was the only thing you were hanging your hat on before totally, was the economy. Totally. You have leaned into anti everybody rhetoric except white people. Yeah. If you win again, like, dog, you cannot deny it. this guy is brilliant. Son. Miracle on
3: ice, mean. back-to-back.
0: Yo, son. Yo, <laughs>
2: crazy. And the
3: U.S. didn't win four
2: years later. That's <laughs> right, all we right, got. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. He got one, and he might get a second, and it's, you got to at some yeah, point yeah. give it up and be Can't like, man, I don't like out. you, but fuck. That's impressive. He would have made yeah. a great
0: rapper. Yeah. 100%.
2: He would have made a great rapper. He is a rapper.
3: <laughs> he is a rapper,
1: dude. He is. <laughs> Dude, some of the stuff he tweets makes me laugh. Oh, he's he's and the I don't mean that in like a I'm in on the joke way. I'm just like if if a comedian tweeted this, it's and Shane, so fucking funny. Shane Gillis talks about this too. Like you know, it's the I I couldn't write it as a comic.
2: I can't. I'll. I'll Did never you see forget. the shit
1: he tweeted about how he took the ramp down from the speech he gave at the military <laughs> so academy
2: good. so good I where he was this.
1: like he was like the 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 stairs were slippery so i picked up steam and used my momentum to gape it g- keep it safe momentum exclamation <laughs> point a whole tweet it's just like,
2: <laughs> man he had one after he won the election it was like 2017 on new year's day something like Happy New Year to everybody, especially my many, many enemies who have lost so badly they just don't know what to do with themselves. <laughs> it's so good, dude. Oh, so God. fucking any human being tweets that who's successful, I'm gonna be like, that's great. Yeah. So that's a good tweet,
1: man. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Hilarious. Totally. Awesome. God. Well, we don't. It's funny. We don't usually get political on the show. I don't know if that's that wasn't very political. No,
3: it was not.
1: Political. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> my. That's uh, <laughs> funny. Yeah. What are you going I didn't have anything.
3: Hilarious. All right, so, dude, what do you think as far as like the next six months look like for you? What do you, are you? Are you trying to anticipate the future? I am. So, I what am. are you like? What's going? I don't your have head? a
2: read yet. I just know this isn't going away. Finally, I think we're all. I'm not saying anything you haven't thought of. I'm sure at mm-hmm. this point we're all like, oh, this isn't going away by the end of the year. This is not. Um. So I'm trying to think how can I create content that will live beyond the podcast. I'm, Pouring myself into that. But what else can I do that will raise my profile in the content world? Because right. now this is a internet content game, right? Um, mm-hmm. Investment money. Like what can I invest my money in? That's going to help it really grow. It's going to take care of my fiance. Hopefully when we have kids, that's going to, we're going to be good. I want to start that now. Um, those are the two things I'm really thinking about. Like what content can I put out? What can I do with money?
3: Right. Hmm. And that's good. I mean, it's, it's a time where planning for the future in it, I guess there's two kinds of future. There's like the big picture future, which you're talking about. You're like big time. Big, my my goals are, you know, family, have money, set aside all that. But then it's like really difficult to make plans. And I salute the world for still attempting to do it. Right. Like the amount of times where people are like that's still scheduled, and we're all like, oh yeah, this is mm-hmm. gonna. Oh, I had happen.
2: a wedding in October, and we've been too lazy to send the email. But there's no fucking way we're having a wedding <laughs> right. in October. Yeah, it's just, just no way, no chance, no chance. You just I think you can predict what you can predict. And the only things I can really care about right now Family, yeah, sure. But like life wise is work and finances. And that's all I'm so I'm I'm just thinking those are where I'm like zeroed in very much right now. It's like mm-hmm. what can I do to grow work, to grow my career, to grow
1: my profile, grow income and then use the income. Dude, the I, I, I got I gotta change the date. The other day, oh, I mail. got a
2: couple of those too. I'm not sending that shit in the mail, yo.
1: I know. <laughs> Email. <laughs> I had a, I had to save the date, and then I got to change the date with a new picture of them looking at each other.
2: What a bunch of fucking losers! Guys. And
1: they're you gonna have, to, they're gonna have to send another one too. Yeah. I mean, there's no way that the date they've changed to is gonna hold. We're
2: July 2021s. I'm praying we're good by then. I think we will be, but fuck, who knows?
1: Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Just and gotta be nimble. The crazy part too is that. I have a lot of friends who were getting married next summer, oh, right? Yeah. And now they're angry at our other friends yeah. who were going to get married this summer yeah. who are now sandwiching in right between to make yeah. it so that the Ju- July of yeah. next summer. Yeah. I mean, there are, there's week, every wedding, yeah. every weekend is a yeah. wedding. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> Bro. And What's that's just complaining like, about. It?
3: that's just like the, te- with the tennis, we were talking about tennis before, uh, before we started recording, but. The U.S. Open and the French Open are now back-to-back. Yeah. So now you're in a place the way Nadal is. He's going to have to skip the U.S. Open and play the French Open. You might end up oh having to miss God. some weddings, and oh, it could be tough. Oh,
1: fuck. Yeah, but I don't even like going to weddings. So it's funny to me for these people to think that now I'm, you know. Weddings
2: are great, buddy. You get free food. You you party. You dance. I knew you were going to I don't even that. drink. I mean, maybe because I'm Indian, our weddings are the lit. They are the best. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'd like to go to an Indian wedding. Oh, buddy, I'll invite you. That'd be fun. I'll bring a gift. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> what are yeah, the What are the um customs? What are the customs? Your, your <laughs> plus one is JoJo, though. You gotta wear. You gotta. Do, do you have to wear something? And you don't have
2: to, but you can. I'll help you out. Buddy. You can wear something I don't know really if we make colorful, right? That are big enough. Or yes. Six four or whatever, but we can figure it out. Akash, oh, gosh, I'm
3: impressed at how Indian you are. I try. You're so proudly Indian. I was always. very whitewashed growing up. I
2: this is I don't like to. I like to keep it like honest if I can. Like I don't be like yeah, I'm fucking the most Indian. I was super whitewashed up until like college, and I think I'm so embarrassed by that that I kind of overcompensate because gotcha. once I started to get more grounded in my roots and being like oh, you're from a place that's different, you look different, and it's, it's like a beautiful place, and it's dope that you're different. Like There's a lot of beautiful things about your culture. Once I did that, I felt like everything in my life got better. Mm-hmm. There's a Garvey quote I remember that says, a people without a knowledge of its history are like a tree without its roots. And I think I didn't have much, I, don't, I still don't have much knowledge of my history, but just like being proud of who I am and where I'm from, that was my roots. And then yeah. everything could grow from there. Yeah, I, dude, you seem
3: I, very proud. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, have you good.
1: seen the movie Lion? Oh yeah I was. Thinking,
2: I swear to god I was thinking about it today That's
1: my favorite movie It's so good Ever it's great So good Number one I think that is the most powerful Compelling movie I've ever seen The
3: fact that it's true When I but I didn't know it was true For the first three quarters of it And I was like There's no fucking way And then I was like This is true It's a true story me? It's
1: a great go story Go watch the movie Lion If you and haven't seen it And it's not like yet. Based on a true story With a lot of bullshit It's
3: like
2: it's a true story A totally. true ass
3: Crazy yeah. fucking story I'm gonna watch that again
1: Dev Patel What a great career Everything He's he great. makes Is so good Yeah yeah. Um, good well let's uh, let's wrap it there that's uh, Akash Singh you can find him on Instagram at Akash
2: Singh A-K-A-A-S-H S-I-N-G-H same with Twitter same website YouTube same thing and then the Flagrant 2 podcast
1: check out Flagrant 2 podcast with Andrew Schultz Friends and Akash Singh I've done it like three or four times you guys bring me on when I'm in the most trouble that's when you like <laughs> to, when you like to have me True. When I'm it's in really true. big trouble. You're like, let's get him on. It's true. It's true. Just brings to that flames there, over there's here. There's
3: something very entertaining about you being in trouble. I, get in I don't trouble know
1: what a lot. it is, but
2: just You mm-hmm. handle it very well. It's easy to laugh at because you're just like, yeah, well, this sucks, you know. What can you yeah, do? With it in do. Yeah. 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 Awesome.
1: Oh well. That's us uh at Oops the Podcast, of course, and uh at Francis CCList at Not Julio with Jay. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys soon.